Welcome into BDP's Over Under. I'm your host, Money Matt. I got my co-host, Parlay Paul, and we're going to take you through all of NFL Week 11 action here and what a slate that we have. We're going to start off with our best bets, give you guys a long shot of the week, give you guys Parlay Paul's favorite segment, the Parlays of the Week, and we're going to wrap it up with some bad beats from Week 10, and uh, let's get started. Welcome into BDP's Best Bets. We got all of your Week 11 action covered here. And uh, Parlay Paul, how did you do last week? And what is your first best bet of the day? Well, I got to say thank you to Nick Chubb for saving me. I had the Texans plus four and a half. And man, when he was running down the sideline, I thought I was done for. I thought, there you go, Nick Chubb. You had to do it this week of all weeks on your return. But he was he was definitely looking out for me, um, stepping out at the one-yard line. Man, I, I'm going to be thanking you all year because you saved a ton of my parlay. So, Nick Chubb, you are the man. You get my MVP vote for Week 10. I would have to and, agree with uh, you on that one as well. I mean, you, you saw it on Red Zone. They cut over and they're like, we got one more update in the uh, Browns-Texans game. And I'm like, oh, no. And it's like, and Nick Chubb is going, oh, he's on the 50. He's on the 40, the 30, the 20, the 10. And then steps out of bounds. And I know a lot of people got mad at Todd Gurley for doing that a couple of years ago and didn't do that against the Lions. But thank you, Nick Chubb. I mean, all those betters that had Texans plus four, plus four and a half, whatever it was, you were able to hit that spread because of Nick Chubb. I know those Browns betters are very pissed off at Nick Chubb for doing that. And uh, But, I, you know, honestly, it's a smart move. Got the Browns the win. So really, if you're a Browns fan, you're not too upset. But if you're not a Browns fan and just a Browns better on that game, I can imagine being pretty pissed off at Nick Chubb this week. Yeah, I mean, he did the right thing. You know, as many people love seeing touchdowns, you know, the big touchdown runs. You know what? He did the right thing. He stepped out. He gave his team that final victory. So, or you know, that, that victory formation. They won. They need it. It was over. They didn't have to worry about kicking off, whatever. So, and I'm glad. I'm glad it happened. It worked out for the best, at least for us. So, um, thank you, Nick Chubb. You're the man. Absolutely. Okay, so we're gonna jump into Week 11. Uh, my first best bet. Um, I'm gonna go Packers plus two and a half over the Colts. Yes, I'm doubling down on my Packers after my pick last week. Um, you know, I, I actually love the money line in this game, but hey, Vegas gives you a couple extra points in the house. Take it. Um, I think this line is really just an overreaction from last week. Um, you know, the Packers had to fight off that nail-biting victory against the Jags, um, who I was, I was, I was all over the minus thirteen and a half. But you know, I know that you did say trap game, and you know what? I should have listened to you, even though I don't do it very often. That was the one time I really should have listened to you because that sent, was one of my. I should have sent you yeah. that Star Wars meme that said it's a trap because that game was a trap. When you send me that meme, I, I almost want to block your number, but I think from now on I might just keep it going uh, just for a little bit because uh, that meme does piss me off when I have all you know full confidence in a pick. But, yep, you were right. You were right. It was a trap, and, uh, man, they almost actually blew the game. I mean, talk about just having the Jags on the money line. You, might, you honestly almost won that game straight up. But, um, 
you know what? There were very uh, questionable calls, I think, in both games. And I think special teams got the best um, of, of both oppositions here. And, you know, the, you know, Keelan Cole with that 91-yard punt return for a touchdown, I mean, give me a break. I mean, I expect, I expect this game to be very close, the Colts and the Packers. The Colts have an amazing defense, as we've talked about. Packers, on the other hand, have an amazing offense with Aaron Rodgers leading that ship. I do not see a defense slowing down Rodgers too much in this game. Um, and you know, as, as impressed as I've been with the Colts this year, I just don't see Rivers matching up with Rodgers in this game. It's not like the Packers have a horrible defense either with just, I think, their 12th in the league in points against. The Packers, they grind yards. They've been eating yards very easily this year. And, you know, the Colts doing most of their damage on the other end of the field you know, having 11 interceptions right behind the Steelers. I do not see them picking off Aaron Rodgers as easily as uh, Vegas thinks. And I, I really think Green Bay is going to get to Rivers more than the Colts are going to get to Rodgers. And I think right there is going to be the difference maker in this game. I think it's going to be which quarterback makes the least amount of mistakes. I like Packers plus two and a half if you want to be safe. But if you believe in Parlay Paul, take money line. I think this is going to be the easiest and I quote, minor upset of the year. Yeah, I, I, I do like the pick here. I think the Colts, I know we had the Titans last week when they played on Thursday night. Colts really pissed us off with that win. I think the Colts have a really good special teams. They had a huge block punt in that last in that Thursday night game last week, as well as they were able to affect the punter into like a 13-yard shank, maybe, maybe 15 yards. Um, <laughs> so I think it's going to be a really interesting game here. I have it as a really, really tight game. I think whoever's going to win is probably going to win by a field goal or less. And uh, I really do think that the Packers have a good chance here. So I really don't hate the pick. It really just depends on how Phillip Rivers feels and how the Packers are feeling that day. So it'll be an interesting one. I definitely have that one as a toss-up. My best bet this week, I'm going with the Vikings minus 6.5 over your Cowboys. I know you love your Cowboys, and I know you think they're still dim boys. But um, the Vikings, minus 6.5 on this one. Andy Dalton's coming back. I don't think he's going to have that connection with his receivers. He's not going to have that timing like he does normally when you are able to play a few games with them. He's coming back from injury. These receivers have had three different quarterbacks in three different weeks. I think Amari, Michael Gallup, and CeeDee Lamb are going to have a tough time. That Cowboys defense is so bad. Uh, I think Dalvin Cook's going to have at least 100 yards rushing. So if you have a prop bet, probably bet that on that one as well. I think Dalvin Cook is going to absolutely tear up this Cowboys defense. The Vikings are in no means a great team this year, but the Cowboys are that bad. And I don't see the Cowboys winning a game for a little bit. I honestly don't know who they play, but I don't really see them winning a game unless they're going to play the Jets anytime soon. And I think the Vikings minus six and a half here, I think is a pretty safe bet. And uh, I really like it. What do you think? Man, you always know how to brighten up my day. I mean, love when you talk about the Cowboys like that, money man. You just, you just really know how to get to me. But um, you know what? I was, I was hoping that you wouldn't pick it. I had a feeling that you would, but I was, I was really hoping you'd stay away from talking crap about them boys uh, for uh, week eleven. But you did, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you. I don't want to. I don't, I don't like doing it, but I'm gonna have to agree with you. The Cowboys are that bad this year. And I think Dalvin Cook is absolutely going to shred up this terrible defense that they've assembled this year. And yeah, like you said, you know, too many quarterbacks, um, you know, to throw to these receivers, you know, quarterback and a receiving team, they have to have chemistry. And when you're mixing it in that much, 
it's hard to get things going, especially, I mean, these are, these are professional athletes out here and, you know, it takes time to build that chemistry and the Cowboys are just all over the place. Um, you know, Andy Dalton coming back. I, I, I really think he's going to throw about 16 interceptions in the first half in this one. I, I, I really, I really don't see him getting things going too much here against the Vikings. Um, you know, as, as much as I, as much as I want to believe that they can fight just like they fought against the Steelers, I don't see it happening. So I'm mean, going to give you the benefit of the doubt here and I'm going to go against my Cowboys here. I like the pick, but I don't like you. I, I appreciate that. And uh, as long as you like my pick, that's really all that matters to me. Um, what is your final best bet this week, Parley Paul? Hit me with it. My, my final one here, I got the Titans over the Ravens. It's listed at six and a half. I bought a point to make it seven and a half, at least a touchdown here. Um, so Titans plus seven and a half over the Ravens. We have two of the best rushing offenses going up against each other right now. And we have two of the most um, struggling quarterbacks going up against each other here. I I see this game going way under the implied total of 49. I think the running game is going to burn a ton of time off this clock. I think the Titans look to bounce back here after a horrible second half against the Colts. Uh, We did have Titans over the Colts on that Thursday night. We were not happy. And then, you know, then the Ravens, who just royally screwed me on Sunday night, and I'm sure a lot of you too, uh, you know, straight up, I think I might lean more against the Ravens here, but this run game is going to keep this matchup tight. It really could go either way. I was looking, Derrick Henry rushed for 195 yards the last time these two teams met. I do not see that happening again by any means, but I think that he should be able to do some damage here against defense that just gave up like a thousand yards to Damian Harris on uh, Sunday night. And I really think if there's going to be one team to, uh, to bounce back here from their upset last week, I think it's going to be the Titans. I, I you know, and though I, I might not think they're going to win the game, I think Tannehill and Henry will show up more than Lamar and their running back, Lamar. So, um, yeah, there's no passing game here on the Ravens this season. There just hasn't. And so I'm really not too worried about the Titans and their awful passing defense. But these teams score a similar amount of points. I mean, they literally are averaging 27 points each per game. I mean, it doesn't get any closer than that. They are both in the bottom tier in passing, the upper tier in running. There's too many similarities in this game for me um, to not believe the Titans can cover a spread like this. Uh, look for Lamar to continue his season-long struggles here. He's not going to return to MVP form this week. I don't see it. I think the spread's too big. Uh, I, you know, it's six and a half, but to be safe, I bought a point plus seven and a half. I, I, I really like Titans plus seven and a half here. You know, I hate your Lamar slander. Uh, you know, Lamar is my guy. But um, he has not been looked great lately. The Titans are a solid team. They really need to figure out their special teams. That really hurt them in the last game. Um, they had a great chance to beat the Colts, but then really threw it away with a blocked punt and a uh, muffed punt, as I said earlier. So I think the Titans are easily going to be able to cover this spread. I don't necessarily think they're going to win. I think it's going to be a very close game. Um, but I do see the Titans Covering that spread of 7.5, I do like you buying a point there, and I think that always helps in a game like this. Uh, My last and final best bet of the week, I've got Miami minus 2.5 over the Broncos. Uh, This is a really weird spread to me. Uh, The Dolphins are on fire this year. Tua looks amazing. I know you said you really don't like Tua that much earlier this year, but Tua has been absolutely amazing. Uh, That defense has been 
unstoppable. Their special teams has been great, too. They even have a punt return for a touchdown, and their special teams have been getting them in good positions all year. The Broncos, on the other hand, have Drew Locke, who is very inconsistent. The Broncos are never in a game until the fourth quarter, doesn't feel like. And then even then, they like to lose it at the end. Um, The Broncos, uh, if you're a Broncos fan, I'd be very worried for your quarterback situation with Drew Locke there. He's very inaccurate and just doesn't really – you don't really know when he's going to play well. I don't know what Vegas is thinking here. Dolphins minus two and a half. Honestly, if you're feeling a little frisky, bet it six and a half. I mean, I really could see them easily winning this game by a touchdown, maybe even more. And uh, I really like the Dolphins here. Yeah. Okay. Let's set the record straight. I I never said that I don't like Tua or I think he's bad or anything like that. I just said in that his debut against the Rams, I do not think he's going to come up and perform. And he did not. So I was right, even though you look at the final score and it doesn't look like I was right. I was right. He did not show up. It was really Jared Goff just handing the game to the Dolphins on a silver platter. Well, so, if we really want to get um, technical here, someone can go back and watch the podcast or, you know, listen to it however yeah, you want watch, to get your feed. But, you know, I, w- I would think I'm right. But anyway, what do you think about my pick? What do you think my pick? So, yeah, this one just really doesn't make too much sense to me. I mean, two and a half for a team that's been this hot against a team that's been just god-awful right now. I just – this – I don't know – Maybe Vegas knows something that we don't. Uh, I just do not understand this, the points, especially after getting whacked by the Raiders last week. And, you know, I, I don't know. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm trying to think. What is Vegas thinking right now? What Like, what's the catch? There, there's something something going on that I'm not catching. But I haven't seen one thing here that leads, leads me to believe that the Dolphins cannot win this game by 10. I mean, you did say if you want to get frisky, bet it's six and a half. Man, I might bet it nine and a half. I mean, I might get extra frisky because this one just doesn't make too much sense to me. I'm going to be all over the Dolphins as much as I would love Fitzpatrick there, um, you know, leading that ship. I, I, you know what? I'll give I'll give two of the benefit of the doubt. I will I will uh, put my money on him. I think that the Dolphins should have no problem winning this game. Um, I like the pick. I'm going to be all over it. Yeah, I love the Dolphins here. I Like you said, I really don't know what Vegas is thinking here. Maybe it's the cold weather. Maybe it's the altitude. I don't think it's going to affect him that much. I mean, Tua is a fantastic quarterback. This team is just solid in all three phases. Offense, defense, special teams. They've got it all covered. Brian Flores, coach of the year, absolutely, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the Dolphins may actually win their division. Uh, that is how oh, confident yeah. I am in the Dolphins this year. And uh, maybe maybe, maybe Vegas thinks it's the Dolphins of last year. I'm honestly really confused at this one. But uh, Dolphins, 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 we love that pick this week. And uh, I'm really hoping it hits because this is really going to come and bite me in the butt if it doesn't because we are all <laughs> over the Dolphins this week. Um, but we are going to move on to our next segment. Uh, It's one that is a little more riskier, but you can make a little more money. And it's Long Shot of the Week. Long Shots of the Week. And uh, last week was an interesting one. I had the Seahawks, which did not look good at all. Uh, I actually bet the Rams, but my long shot was the Seahawks because I really thought they might have a chance in that game. But they didn't really seem to bounce back. And Russell Wilson really doesn't really look like Russell Wilson right now. Um, he's been weird. He he started off so strong with that MVP type performance, and now he's not really looking like he's going to win the MVP anymore. It looks like it's leaning towards Patrick Mahomes uh, and even a long shot in Kyler Murray. So we'll see if the Seahawks are able to bounce back in their Thursday night game against the Cardinals. But moving on to my long shot for this week, 
It's one I've had in the past. It's one I'm going with again. It is the Lions over the Panthers. I'm really liking the Lions in this one. The Panthers are without Christian McCaffrey. Uh, they got absolutely smacked last week by the Bucks. They just were routed in that game. Um, Teddy Bridgewater is out in this game. It looks, well, potentially. Uh, we're, this is being recorded on Thursday, so remember, guys, make sure you guys are checking those injuries. Uh, as of now, P.J. Walker is going to be the starter. Uh, and uh, I just I like the Lions in this game. They almost blew a 21-point lead because it's the Lions against the Washington football team last week, but uh, luckily Prater was able to hit that 57-yard field yeah, goal, I think, something crazy insane. like that. I think, it was like, I think it was like 59, which is just It could have been 59, yeah. But um, I really like the Lions in this one, and I think Stafford will be able to uh, have a great game against his Panthers defense, and uh, I think uh, DeAndre Swift is a monster in that backfield, and thankfully Matt Patricia is finally playing him over Adrian Peterson. No offense to Adrian Peterson, but he is not prime Adrian Peterson anymore. He is getting older, and he needs to play his young guys. Yeah, uh, I I like the pick. Um, yeah, I think the Panthers are a little too banged up right now um, to actually have some confidence in them. But yeah, I like the pick. I mean, I don't know if that last game-winning field goal is going to give the Lions any, you know, any you know any kind of a kick, like a kickstart to win this game or you know any motivation to keep that going. But I'm hoping it does because man, if they blew that one, I would probably not be touching that team at all this weekend. But you know what? Just for you, I'll throw 20 bucks on it because I don't hate the pick. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And uh, let's see what your long shot is. I don't actually remember what you had last week, so uh, let's let's hear what so you last had last week. week. I had, last week I had the, the Texans over the Browns. You know, I really I really did like that pick. I personally had like a small bet on the money line there. More so, I loved the four and a half. Um, I was all over that pick, and you know, just like I said earlier, thank you, Nick Chubb. Yes. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm I'm glad that one is very low scoring, like uneventful game. But hey, you know what? If you hit it, you hit it. It doesn't matter how it happened. So this week, I'm gonna go with the Monday night football game. And I know we don't really like doing Monday night football games. We haven't done it too much in the past. But I was looking at upsets. I think there's gonna be a decent amount of upsets this week in general. But this might be my favorite pick. I like the Rams over the Bucks on Monday night football. Um, and you know, the Rams are undeniably one of the most inconsistent teams in football, as we've talked about. I think the Bucks are literally worse in that category when it comes to inconsistency. Um, I mean, this team scored three points in week nine and then comes out and scores a season high 46 the next week. I mean, this team is all over. The- they lost the Bears in week five and then smacked the Packers by 28 points in week six. They're this team is just bouncing all over. And I'm going to roll with the trend here. You know, they, they destroyed the Panthers last week by over three touchdowns. I, you know, the Rams have been favorites in their last six games. I like the play here. The Bucks are 5-0 and when their offense scores at least 30 points in a game. I don't see the Rams giving up too many points. They, they're, they're a really good defense, and I, I have a lot of faith in them. And they're playing good football right now. Um, you know, they're not scoring 40 points a game or anything like that, but their defense has just been so rock solid. And they still eat up yardage on the ground. And, you know, Goff, for the most part, has been good. I'm not saying he's been great, but he's been good. Looking at him and Brady side by side, they're pretty similar in terms of stats, aside from touchdowns. And I do not value touchdown passes nearly as much as I value completion rate, passing yards, interceptions, all that good stuff. Tampa has a great defense. There's no denying that. I know that. But you know what? 
I, I'm playing the trend here in what can be considered a coin flip game. I, I like Aaron Donald and that Rams D to force Brady to throw his eighth and ninth interception of the year. You, hear, you heard it here. Eighth and ninth interception of the year will be thrown on Monday Night Football for Tom Brady. It's going to be a close game, but I think the Rams are going to be slightly better this one. I think they take it by a few points, if not more. I like the Rams. You know, I do love my prop bets. I don't know if I'll be throwing any money on Tom Brady throwing two <laughs> interceptions on Monday night, but uh, that is definitely an interesting take. Uh, I, I don't hate the pick. I think the Rams are a very good team, uh, but the Rams will only go as far as Jared Goff is going to take them. Uh, and Jared Goff is a coin flip guy this week. I mean, this year, I mean, look at the Miami Dolphins game. He comes out and has four turnovers in the first half, and then he comes out last week and has a great game against the Seahawks. You just really don't know what you're going to get out of Jared Goff, and until you can get consistency out of him, you really don't know what you're going to get out of this Rams team. This Rams team could be a Super Bowl contender, or they could lose in the first round of the playoffs. You really just don't know what they're going to do, and you know what's the crazy thing though? The Bucks are the exact same way. Same so that's one of way. that's one of those weird games where, like you said, it's kind of a coin flip. Um, the formula has it really close. It does have Bucks winning, but it has it as a very very tight game, only two points. And um, I could easily see the Bucks winning by a field goal, or the Rams potentially winning this on a last second drive. So um, I don't really hate the pick. I think it easily could happen, and um, it just really depends on how Jerry Goff feels on that day. So hopefully. For your sake and for all the parlay Paul lovers out there, that they uh, Jared Goff is having a good morning uh, before his Stay Monday with night me, game. Guys. Exactly. Stay with me. Well, we're gonna move on to parlay Paul's favorite segment, and it's one we all know and love, and it's parlay of the week. Parlays of the week. Everybody knows Parley Paul's favorite segment. He gets very, very excited when we talk about this one. And I'm sure he will have a five or six leg parlay for you guys in just a second. But I'm going to get my parlay out of the way first. And uh, last week we missed it because of the Ravens. Um, that game was very, very interesting with the weather. And uh, Lamar did not look great in that one. So we're going to move on, though. And this week I feel like we have a good chance of hitting it. Uh, we're going to start off with the Saints money line. Uh, I love Jameis in this game. I think the Saints offense is actually going to get a little bit of a uh, little bit of a boost with Jameis when it comes to average yards per attempt down the field. Drew Brees loves to check it down, and I love that about him. But it'll be fun to see Jameis out there uh, throwing the ball a little bit longer down to Michael Thomas and to Emmanuel Sanders, Traquan Smith, etc. I think Alvin Kamara will have a great game in this one against the Falcons and a pretty bad defense in Atlanta. So I think the Saints will be able to take this one. And uh, I wouldn't take the spread, though. Take the Saints' money line. I'm taking Steelers. I'm doing an alternate spread here, six and a half. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember me telling you that fun fact about the Steelers. They are 1-10 against the spread win favored by more than 10 points on the road. I know it's a weird stat, but they're on the you road. Lost me, man. They're on the road at the Jags and they're favored by 10 and a half right now. Don't trust them covering that. They didn't co- cover it against the Cowboys when they played them in Dallas. So I'm taking the Steelers minus six and a half. I'm taking the Dolphins money line. I love them over the Broncos. You could even tease that six and a half if you really feel like it to make a little more money, but I'm keeping it at money line to keep it safe. And the last Part of the parlay is Vikings minus six and a half against the Cowboys. That is a four-leg parlay. 
$20 will pay you $116. That is right, 20 to make 116 I really like this parlay and think it has a great chance of hitting this week. What do you think, Parlay Paul? Wait, so that's it? Only that, four? That is it. You know what? I'm, I actually have hit a parlay this year, so I'm going with the ones that I like. All right, that's all I need to hear. Um, so, yeah, um, <laughs> I like it. You know, that uh, that Saints-Falcons game, as much as I like the Saints winning, I, I think I actually love that over. I think it's going to be a really high-scoring game. Um, I think, you know, as bad as the Falcons are on defense, that team could still score points. Um, I don't know how much they're going to score after the Bucks could only get three against, you know, the Saints in, what, a couple weeks ago, but or last week, or two weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, but, you're right um, originally, you're right originally. All right, all right, good, good. Um, so, yeah, I, I, actually, I actually really like it. I think Saints are still going to pull that one off. Uh, I love the Dolphins. And uh, I also, as much as... Uh, as much as I hate that you did it, um, I love the Vikings over the Cowboys. Um, so yeah, I'm all over that parlay. I like it. I'll throw uh, I'll throw thirty forty on it for you. We'll see. We'll I see how it goes. We'll see how I'm you. feeling on Sunday. All right, um, let's hear it. I know you've got something cooking up over there. You got a parlay for me. Let's hear it. All right, look, money map. Hitting a game here and there. It's doable for anyone. It really is. And you know what? When you call me on Sunday night and you say. Hey, Parlay Paul, I went nine and four today. You know that's great. I'm proud of you. Like I, that's that's awesome. I feel happy for you, for the team, for everyone involved in BDP. It's 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 a fun it's a fun day. It's a fun night. It's a great way to wrap up your day. But you know what the real challenge is? It's hitting parlays. Those parlay betters deserve all the respect in the world for what they do. It's a hard job. Not everyone can do it, and it's something so beautiful when when it succeeds. I mean, when you could finish off the job, it's something like no other. And there's no better feeling on this planet than hitting that tenth leg. I mean, when when you're when you're looking at your ticket and you you have nine crossed off and that ten's just just about to hit, man, I I, I shed a tear sometimes. And you know, the rush of watching six, seven, eight games at a time. It's something that raises my blood pressure, but also it's something that keeps me going every single day. You know, parlays are the reason I'm here today. Parlays are the reason I joined BDP, and parlays are the reason I wake up in the morning, Money Matt. And it's truly a thing of beauty, and I want the sun to shine on not just me, but all my parlay brothers out there. So, um, you know, I, I just thought I should get that out of the way before I give you guys my six-teamer. That was and, beautiful. Um, that was beautiful. Yeah, of course. You know, I uh, sometimes I I think why why am I doing this when I could write poetry? So anyway, um, my six teamer out here starts with the Steelers money line over the Jags. Okay, I, I you know what I know that they're minus five hundred, and you know you gave that little stat how they're plus ten this plus this. I don't even know. Like you 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 honestly lost me after like three seconds. But yeah, uh, I understand the stat. I just don't want to repeat it. Steelers money line over the Jags. I am going to tease Titans plus 10.5 over the Ravens. Um, I, I told you I like the 7.5, but you know, just give three more points just in case. Titans plus 10.5 over the Ravens. I'm going to do the Dolphins money line over the Broncos. I'm going to do Chargers money line over the Jets. I'm going to do Vikings money line over the Cowboys. So string, string together those money lines. Don't worry about the spread. And then the very last one, I'm going to do Packers plus 3.5 
over the Colts. So just, you know, just buy, buy one point there just in case it's a field goal game. Um, I like Packers plus three and a half over the Colts. Six teams, $20 to pay 140 You know, guys, I, I know that it's been a rough, bumpy start, but I, I really appreciate all of you guys who have stayed with me, and I, I don't want you to give up on Parlay Paul just yet. Uh, you know, shirts will be coming out soon. I want you guys to wear that gear, and, uh, you know, we're all in this together. We really are. So hang in there. $20 to pay $140, and uh, Merry Christmas. Nice little quote from High School Musical there for Parlay Paul. We're all in this together. I can just hear him singing that in his car while watching these games. I will be. <laughs> I think he will. Uh, we'll have to get a video of that and put it on our YouTube. Um, our, we're going to move on to our last segment, and it's... Bad Beats of the Week. Bad Beats of the Week. Last week was a pretty standard week, not really too many upsets, but um, Parley Paula started off, what was your bad beat last week? My bad beat was the one game that literally ruined all of my parlays, and I say like literally all of my parlays because I had the Ravens on the money line against the Pats on Sunday night. I mean, I thought money line, there's no way. Like, I just don't see the Patriots figuring out a way to beat the Ravens. Oh, they did. They beat him, and that was a just a pathetic game. But once again, Lamar Jackson let me down. I mean, I all the missed snaps from not just a slippery ball, but even the center with a horrible snap in the fourth quarter for that loss of 16 yards, which was their best chance to come back. I mean, the Pats pulled out one of the best plays of the season on Sunday night with Jacoby Myers just saying, screw you, Parlay Paul, and just throws an unbelievable pass to Rex Burkhead in the end zone for the touchdown. Then again, Lamar Jackson on the other end, just, you know, trying to be half as good as Jacoby Myers there throws a pivotal interception with 14 seconds left in the first half in new England territory. I mean, come on, man. I mean, this guy has not looked right all year and I don't know if I should give credit to new England's running game or just how bad the Ravens defense was, but Damian Harris rushing for 121 yards and then getting 60 receiving yards on top of that. I mean, what a game. That doesn't even include the 50-plus rushing yards from Rex Burkhead and Cam Newton. I mean, I will say the weather was rough, and it looked very hard to plan, but New England did not seem face at all. You know, it was really just Baltimore melting down for the most part, and you know what? They were doing everything wrong from you know their personal fouls, screwing them over every single time. You know, you thought something's, you know, Finally, like we got something going our way. Nope. Personal foul, 15 yards. I mean, eight penalties for 64 yards. That's how you lose football games, the stupid mistakes. And, you know, the Ravens should have had no problem winning this game, in my opinion. I just think it was the timing mistakes that really set them back. And, you know, they can never get that momentum going. It was a really rough game if you had money on the Ravens. Um, and, yeah, that was my bad beat of the week. Yeah, that bad beat hurt me as well. I. Uh... My last par leg of my parlay last week was the Ravens minus six and a half. Uh, they weren't even close to covering that. I also had another parlay going personally with the Ravens money line. They weren't even close to hitting that as well. I think the weather was a big factor in that game. I think it really favored the Patriots in a way, but the Ravens run game was not there. Um, Mark Ingram is still injured. You can tell he still has some issues with that ankle. Uh, Lamar hasn't looked great. Hasn't been accurate. 
And uh, when you don't have a passing game, it's really easy for a defense to game plan for you. So the Ravens are really going to have to figure that out. And uh, that was a rough way to end the weekend for sure. Uh, my bad beat of the week was the Cardinals minus two and a half. I had Cardinals minus two and a half. Normally on these types of games, I like to bet it down to two and a half or I'll take money line. This one, I decided to take Cardinals two and a half. Watching the game, I see Josh Allen throw a great touchdown pass to Stefan Diggs. I'm thinking, you know what? Bet's probably over. You know, congrats to the Bills. And then, and then Kyler Murray pulls off an insane play, throws it to DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins jumps over three defenders of the Bills, catches it. What a great picture, too, for Air Jordan, if they want to use that for some marketing ads. It's an Air Jordan gloves (laughs) for DeAndre Hopkins, an Adidas gloves for one of the Bills defenders, and a Nike glove for another Bills defender. DeAndre Hopkins jumps up, makes an unbelievable catch after an unbelievable throw by Kyler, and I got up. I started running around. I was jumping up and down. I could not believe I was about to hit that bet and keep it alive. And then I'm thinking, well, they're probably going to kick an extra point here and make it three perfect. And I look over and I see Kyler Murray start to go back on the field. And I'm thinking, oh, no. Oh, no. They're going to they're gonna knee it. And all of a sudden, Kyler Murray gets under snap and I see the victory formation out there. And Kyler Murray knees the ball, loses it by a half a point. I know I called you after and was extremely upset about that one. Uh, very smart move by uh, the Cardinals there. I really think it was a smart play because you don't want to risk throwing an interception, getting a block. I understand the move. It makes sense. But for all those two-and-a-half betters that were with me in that moment, I felt I felt you. And I, I, I was hurt by as much as you guys were. And I really think that uh, it was it was a tough one to swallow after that game. That was that was a victory formation for the Cardinals, but that was an L formation for you. I know that you looked at the TV and you saw an L lineup. So, I mean, that one that one hurts. But man, what what a game winning catch by Hopkins! That was fun. We're going to be seeing that the entire year. So that one does hurt. Yes, I know. But I mean, as just a football fan in general, that was a fun game. It really was a fun game, and uh, I hope you guys have a fun time listening to this podcast every week, every Friday, and uh, whenever we get some more sports, we'll be doing multiple episodes a week, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, Parley Paul, what are your famous and final last words for us this week? Well, I did make a promise um, last week. I will not sign off with my signature, um, you know, my signature sign off until I hit my first uh, parlay of the day, but I will say this, guys. You know what to do. Don't let me down. Stay with me. We're all in this together. Through the rough times and the better. I love you all. Barley Paul, signing off. We're all in this together. Cue the high school musical music. Uh, Make sure you guys are following us on all social media at the Big D Picks. Uh, We got TikTok, we got Twitter, we got Instagram. So we got free picks in there as well. We got some college action there. We got some Mac action during the week. So make sure you guys are following on there. And uh, we'll have some more free picks for you on Sunday. And uh, can't wait to see you guys next week. We'll see you later.